From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Friday, April 1st, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The deadline for Ohioans to register to vote in the May 3rd primary is Monday, unless something were to change. Despite unsettled political maps, early voting is set to begin Tuesday in primaries for the U.S. Senate and U.S. House, governor, other statewide and local offices, and on some ballot questions. State legislative candidates will not appear on ballots because boundaries for state house districts remain unsettled. Once registered, voters have the option to vote early in person, request a mail-in absentee ballot, or wait and vote on Election Day. The deadline to request an absentee ballot is noon on April 30th. A Northwest Ohio community is mourning the loss of a police officer in the line of duty on Thursday. Yolanda Harris reports. The State Highway Patrol says Bluffton officer Dominic Francis was killed after being hit by a car while trying to lay down stop sticks on I-75. Three suspects are now in custody in this case. Officer Francis was also a volunteer firefighter, a softball and football coach, and a friend to many. Our students, our community, uh, we're a small place. Uh, they all know who Dominic is. And so with the, the tragedy that this is, um, it's definitely going to impact our community. Governor Mike DeWine ordered all flags to be flown at half staff until sunset on the day of his funeral. I'm Yolanda Harris. And we now know the names of the three suspects involved in that chase that led to the death of the Bluffton police officer, Brittany Bailey reports. They are 20-year-old Eamon Johnson, 21-year-old Zachary Love, and 19-year-old Dante Tate. That chase started early yesterday morning on U.S. Route 23. The suspect's car hit Officer Dominic Francis while he was trying to play stop sticks. We're told after hitting Francis, the suspects ran and one stole another car. All three were later arrested. I'm Brittany Bailey. A Southwest Ohio lawmaker has voiced his support for a bill that gives schools the option of arming staff members. Steve Vaughn has more. Butler County State Representative Thomas Hall was in front of a Senate committee testifying in support of House Bill 99. At the end of the day, what we are talking about here is empowering our local schools to make the best decision for their students and educators so that our children feel safe and are safe in Ohio schools. Under the bill, staff members would have to undergo 20 hours of initial concealed carry training with four additional hours each year. They must also undergo range requirements. School boards would have to notify the public that they've opted to arm staff members. Steve Vaughn, ONN. In Northwest Ohio, Bowling Green State University has expelled a sorority for alleged hazing activity. Roxanne Elias has the story. The school says Sigma Gamma Rho is no longer allowed on campus. BGSU points to severe hazing, which jeopardized the health and safety of students and the community. According to the university, the hazing, which happened in 2020 and 21, was reported late last year. Provided atmospheres for high-risk drinking. Physically struck potential members repeatedly in the face. Threatened potential members if they reported concerning behavior and told them they would be jumped for doing it. Roxana Elias in Toledo. The body of an Ohio Marine gunnery sergeant James Speedy returns home today. Tino Ramos reports he was killed last month in Norway. He was killed while traveling in an aircraft taking part in a large NATO training exercise. Sergeant Speedy is from Cambridge and today his body will return to Ohio, landing in Zanesville later this afternoon and then he will be escorted to his hometown. The 30-year-old Marine, he has served for almost 13 years and received numerous awards in his achievements. His his hometown of Cambridge will pay respect to Sergeant Speedy, with many expected to line the streets as he returns. I'm Tino Ramos. 
A man is facing charges in North Central Ohio related to incidents at a home for disabled veterans. Jeff Smith explains. A former Ohio Veterans Home employee in Sandusky was arrested, accused of taking explicit pictures of residents in the home and sexually assaulting one of those residents. According to a release from the state, it started last Friday when the department got a call from an employee accusing David Valentine. After an investigation, Valentine eventually confessed. He posted bond and awaits arraignment on felony charges. I'm Jeff Smith. State health officials say that Ohio's new COVID-19 case and hospitalization numbers continue to trend in the right direction. More from Yolanda Harris. The Ohio Department of Health reported more than 3,100 new cases, and that's down more than 500 cases from last week. And the state positivity rate is 2.3%, which is the same as last week. Hospitalizations are at 297, which is up about 100 from last week. And the new CDC map is out, and there are only 17 counties nationwide that are still in the red, which means high transmission. When you look at the state of Ohio, every single county is in the green, which means low transmission. I'm Yolanda Harris. America's employers added 431,000 jobs in March, a sign of the economy's resilience in the face of a still destructive pandemic and the highest inflation rate in 40 years. Dave James has more. The Labor Department's report today shows that last month's job growth helped reduce the unemployment rate to 3.6 percent, the lowest level since the pandemic started two years ago. Despite the inflation surge, persistent supply bottlenecks, the damaging effects of COVID-19 and now a war in Europe, employers have added at least 400,000 jobs for 11 straight months. Job openings are at a near record level and applications for unemployment benefits have dropped to near their lowest point since 1969. Dave James, I went in news. And a Southwest Ohio amusement park says their most popular roller coaster is a record setter once again. Steve Vaughn explains. The Beast has been the world's longest wooden roller coaster since it opened at Kings Island in 1979, 43 years ago. That record has now been broken by... The Beast. Park officials say they replaced 2,000 feet of track during the winter, which added about two feet to the initial drop. So it's now 7,361 feet long and still reigning champ. The park opens April 16th and The Beast will reopen in May. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.